Welcome to Porsche Talk. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work in a camp together and have their lives on our fast food. Stop being polite and start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Easy, tell them Papito, the DMV's finest, fine wine, summertime, dimes, all that. Okay. That was good. I, I felt good That's about it. today. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I had to congratulate myself in the middle of it. I couldn't give no more. Hey, so uh, before we start, just shout out to everybody who was supporting the podcast last week. We had a good episode come out. Uh, people were really pumping out the, the quote, the clip. So just appreciate everybody for that. We also had Hales come back for the Shots cast this week or last week. So if you haven't listened to that yet, definitely give that a listen as well. Yeah, I listened to it. It was solid. I'm, I don't know why. But I still think that Haley dated someone that was missing like <laughs> knees down legs. Like I don't know why, but I just know that's a thing, and I know it for a fact. I just want to know why you think you know that. I just feel like I know it. I feel like I've seen a picture of the guy, or maybe like one leg. But for some reason, I thought they were both legs. So now I'm just confused at who I know who dated someone that didn't have legs. Interesting. <laughs> It's going to bother me. I'll figure it out eventually. Um, all right. So starting this week off, um, apparently Walmart removed guns from their stores. Are they planning to remove their guns from their stores? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if it's nationwide done yet, but I know the ones in New York have already got them out and are supposed to be getting them out. So I don't know how fast this will like go into effect. And I haven't been into a Walmart lately to tell you. Because I'm not going to lie. Out of the grocery stores I'm going to, Walmart going to be my last one. Walmart nasty and shit. Like, I'm not going to Walmart. <laughs> I be going to Target for shit I used to go to Walmart for. Because I'm just not going to Walmart. Um, when I first heard that, I was like, damn, it's crazy that this is what they did. Or they're doing that now that like black people are looting and this and that. But then, after I took like another 10 seconds to evaluate it, I was like, you know what? This is probably genius. Because if stores are being looted, there is no reason guns should be in there for them to steal them because the last thing we want is a bunch of unregistered guns on the streets. Mm. It could really become the wild, wild west at that rate. All right, so they did it more for the looting aspect and not for, like, just to get guns out of stores for, like, whatever reason that might be. Mm -hmm. You would really think that that would have happened by now. Like I, I thought it did. Just now happening. You mean like you think Walmart would have taken guns out before now? Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty strong on gun control anyway. I think it should have happened a long time ago. So I'm surprised. Like I understand why it's happening now. Like you said, you don't want to have a bunch of unregistered guns. But I feel like there was a lot of, I don't know, mass shootings that, you know, probably should have made it at least harder to get guns by now. Didn't we talk about this before? Where they like removed guns, yeah. or maybe they removed like certain types of guns back in the day? Yeah, yeah, they removed. You should not be able to get to Walmart or at Walmart. They they removed certain type of guns at one point, and like nobody who really is a gun person or wants a specific. They're not going to Walmart to get a gun. 
I feel like if you're going to Walmart to get again, you kind of like a low-end gun shopping in the first place. <laughs> or you're just trying to get like a basic hunting rifle or shotgun. But if you want to get like a, a 9 or some fucking AR-15 or some shit, you're going to have to go to a gun store anyway. So you was never going to get that at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just love that it literally took the looting for them to be like, you know what, no guns in store. But I'm sure they're selling them online still. Actually, can you do that? You can buy guns on Facebook Marketplace. You can buy guns on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> eBay, Craigslist. Like, there's no regulation to buying one at all. Damn. Now I'm trying to look on their website, too, what kind of guns I can buy online. <laughs> Nothing good. Have it shipped to your house. I don't know if you can. It doesn't seem like it. Are you ready to buy a gun yet? Because you know, you know my summer's in. The boy gonna have a Jeep and he gonna have a gun. Oh God! What kind of gun are you gonna get, man? Right now, I'm thinking I really need that. <laughs> maybe an extended clip. Maybe an extended <laughs> clip, but definitely one with a laser. The laser for are what? What are you shooting? On it too. Huh? Are you gonna get a silencer on it too? Or see, the silencer might be a little much right now. But it might happen. Oh, got it. That's what makes it too much. <laughs> Maybe that 100 round clip. No, nah, 100 round might be too much. <laughs> Wait, did you just say you're going to get a Jeep? Yeah. Didn't you just get a car? Yeah, but I'm going to have two. I'm going to be on a two car operation. Oh. What do you need two cars for? A daily and then a sports seat. The Jeep is going to be the, you know, when I'm flexing on niggas, going out of town traveling more storage the daily gonna be my daily drive have you do you name your cars do i name my cars of course i name my cars what is your current car's name priscilla mm. <laughs> that is not what i should do to say it all for something hey yo cheaper than dirt got them ar-15 semi-automatics for 900 dollars. i was What's just up? on their website looking at it oh where you at <laughs> yeah <laughs> Cheaper than dirt about to bust me down. I was wondering how much they were, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm looking at grab a gun. They're only like 700 for a nice Smith & Wesson. Yeah, that's too much. Oh, that's too much. Called grab a gun? Grab a gun, dude. Oh, Jesus. A synthetic suppressor-ready rifle for $600, and it got the suppressor on it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Imagine we just, like, became a gun podcast, and that's all we talked about was just buying guns. <laughs> that's when I leave the chat. <laughs> that's the last straw, the the gun podcast. Let me see what this Glock 19 hit like. God. I think... I mean... He's only, like, 600... Only $400? Yeah, don't play with me. You know what you shooting range? Huh? Have, have I ever been? Yeah, have y'all ever been to a shooting range? I have not. Yeah, my uncle got a shooting range in his backyard. He got like 29 acres or some shit. Oh, shit. We'll go out there. And we'll air it out. I'm going to say that would be an interesting uh, trip. Bro, that should be a squad trip. <laughs> it truly should, bro. I'm really finna get this Glock 19. Stop playing with me. Like, other losers just go and throw like hatchets at a wall. Nah, dude, we just hit up the gun range like degenerates. No, the axe looks cool. I heard. I, I'm not interested in the axe throwing, but I heard the gun range BYOB. Oh, 
Or I'm not mad at a little BYOB. I would not be mad either. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like guns are all the rage. I might have to get one now. My dad got my stepmom a handgun for Christmas. And I was like, yeah, I made the right decision moving out. Because <laughs> she was your- that on me by now. <laughs> Is your dad a gun guy? No. <laughs> no, not at all. But my uh, stepmom is. Interesting. Yeah. And he is not going to go against her because now she has a gun. Oh, now he's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let a woman put me in a place because she got a gun. Because what her gun do to my two guns? And I hope she's skinny faster than I do. Oh. <laughs> what that Glock 9 millimeter go for? My bad. Let me let me keep my thoughts to myself. <laughs> these prices is unbeatable. Uh, I can't wait till you just have like 10 guns and you're just living a grand life. <laughs> Facts. Bro, that's how Anna's grandparents are on her dad's side. Because live, they live down in somewhere in North Carolina, like in the country. Apparently there's like the whole place is just covering guns. There's guns in every room in case you need one. Like they're just, they, they got it all. They live in there. Hey, man. You got the farm, you got the acreage, you got to keep you got to keep that thing on you in case someone tries to take it. That's what I'm saying. We got to fight for mine. I'm sure everybody already saw this, but apparently Minnesota's trying to disband their police at some point. That's what it seems like. Oh yeah, you fill us in on that. Yeah, so apparently the city council has voted and they're planning to remove it, like a majority of the city council is good for that. And I'm not exactly sure what they mean by disband because I was looking in um, Camden, New Jersey actually did that. And what they did is they literally fired the whole department and then they hired back a certain amount of people after they went through basically the whole hiring process, you know, physical tests, written tests, psych evaluation, all that. And they only hired like a hundred people back. Um, and then they kind of like rebranded their whole way and they kind of went to community policing, which I think community policing is probably the best way to go about policing, in my opinion. A lot of people yeah. use deterrence, which is like you're just trying to prevent crimes from happening. And uh, community policing is more like actually you're in that community, you know people, like they know you. I think it's just better overall. Like if you're in these cities, it's way better if you have a connection with the people that you're working with. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I think a lot of that profiling stops. Think you, you you can change lives more than when you're just the guy that pulls up and starts putting people in cop cars. Yeah, um, I mean, but, I agree with that. Yeah, but I'm assuming the way that they did it, because there's how I was thinking about it relative to if Delaware to do it. So it, obviously, you have city cops, county cops, state cops. So I'm assuming Camden and their city just got rid of those cops. So then you just moved cops who patrolled the same area from the county and state to do that while you mm-hmm. uh, kind of cover that whole area. But I don't, I, I think people are misconception that they're just going to get rid of police altogether. And that's just like not a practical aspect to anything. When people hear that Minneapolis has disbanded or whatever, I think that is like you said, what they're thinking, what's idea? what's really going to happen that police department, they probably gonna get suspended or disbanded, and then they're gonna make them go through more tests, hire them back. They're gonna hire a lot of them back in the first place, because Minnesota ain't big enough where they got so many sittings banging down their doors 
to go be cops in the city of Minneapolis. So yeah. they're going to hire a lot of them back in the first place. So it's going to be a lot of the same cops still. But secondly, and I hate to say it, while these cops are going through this new training, how extensive or however non-extensive it may be, y'all just going to see an influx of state troopers in your city. And you know what the worst thing is? State troopers don't play no games. You can get over on your little sheriff department or your little town's cops or your little fucking city cops. You're not getting over on the state troopers. When they pull you over, they pulling you over. Like you're not getting out with a warning. The tears aren't gonna get you out the ticket. The ticket coming when the state troopers pull you over. Yeah. So that's what they that's what they're gonna have to get used to for the next four or six months, however long it's taking to train new police. Yeah, it's it's I, I think a lot of people see the headline and they think it's gonna be positive, but I think there's gonna be a lot of growing pains throughout that whole process. Oh, absolutely. I also, I don't know if this is happening where y'all live. I don't know how much of the city vibe y'all are, but the Berg has an influx of state troopers now. After the few protests, you can't drive nowhere without seeing two or three state troopers. And it's like they're trying to strike fair into you like they used to do back in the day. But at the same time, it's making you be so much more cautious with just like the littlest things because they are out heavy. And everybody knows you don't get over on the state troopers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm in Arkansas. To them everywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm in Arkansas, so I don't really leave the house too much. So <laughs> I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know if it's. I know Paige, you're kind of you're you were just traveling and all that stuff. Did you see anything out of the ordinary, cop wise? Um, most of the cops in Richmond, like our um, our police department's really small. So actually, most of our cops are already state troopers. Like a couple of guys I went to high school with are state troopers. Um, mm. but there are a lot more cop cars out now for sure. Like on the main bypass and all that way more than there used to be. Damn. So they're really just waiting for some shit to pop off again. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, well, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out in Minnesota and if what their plan is, because it's all good to say you want to disband it, but what steps are you going to take to make any change? Because it's like, let's say you keep all the same cops and do some training. You have the same people there with the same mindset, and now they're just mad that they can't do what they normally did because of the spotlight, and that's not going to go well. So I do think the way Camden did it is probably the best because you can't just get rid of it and find all new cops. Like you said, it's <clears throat> it's not practical. You're not going to have enough people want to do the job. They're already struggling to get people to do it as is. Yeah. So getting people who are going to at least buy into the system, which is probably younger people, honestly, because a lot of older cops are – you're stuck in your way. You're yeah. trying to do your 20 years to get that pension at minimum and then, you know, get out. So we'll see. And the older cops, they'll honestly just probably switch jurisdictions or townships and go a town or two over and go back to doing exactly what they were doing. Because once they hear that, we're going to implement this whole new training and you have to do this and this and pass these tests. Most of them are going to be computerized. The old cops have been on the on a force for 10, 15, 20 years, they gonna just transfer out probably instead of re-going through all of this. Yeah. I saw, um, I know, I think I'm gonna say in New York where, I don't know if it actually happened or not, but there was like rumors of like chiefs stepping down and like 300 to 800 cops just retiring early. So that could also be an option too. That would, if they just gave up their last remaining years of pension and said, we just gonna end it early. That would be something. Yeah. 
I saw a drawback they were saying in Camden. Now they were still doing the community policing, but there were some people like within the city citizens wise who were like, it's cool and all, but it's not really as effective because you're not hiring people who live or are from the community. So they don't understand it fully, which I think is a very fair um, gripe because like, let's say, let's say I moved to Kentucky and then they were doing community policing. It's like, mm. I don't know anything from Kentucky besides two keys and the paddy wagon. So, like, if you're asking me, you know, what the popping thing is, Berea or all these stores, I'd be like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm from here. Wait, refresh me on this community policing. I need a so, background of what this consists of. So, it's the basic concept is that your police officers are one with the community. So, you know, most police officers, they, um, they have this certain precinct or area that they patrol. So let's say you control like first all the way down to 10. That's your area. So your job in theory is to kind of get to know everybody within the community, all the stores, businesses, all that, and just try to connect with the citizens within your area and get to know them on a more personal level compared to like most deterrence is like you're just going around to kind of have a presence to show people like you're there so they don't do crimes yeah. and you know community you're just trying to become one with the community and kind of make a positive impact on their lives but these would still be the same people who make arrests and pull you over and ticket you correct yeah they'll still do it but they're hoping that and from what the data shows it seems like it is more effective that the crime rate does tend to go down and that it might just be because let's say you're patrolling right and you see one of the kids that you knew and he's like growing up and he's doing some dumb shit like I don't know, fucking open, open carrier, not open carrier, like an open bottle, uh, some shit like that. And you're just like, all right, I'm going to take that from you. Like, go home. Like, that could easily just be it compared to, you know, that person might get arrested. Or let's say even the George Floyd situation, you pay him to counter $20 bill. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just go on. Like, don't do this dumb shit. Like, it could be simple as that. Um, I know Camden. And I remember Camden used to be urban. And I think they genderfied it. So I gentrified? think that gentrified it. So I think that almost skews their numbers if I'm not wrong. But I'm looking into it because I remember hearing about Camden and how it was kind of the gutter of New Jersey about six, seven years ago. Yeah, that's around when they made the change, too. So it could be, I mean, it literally could be both because, I mean, you see it in Philly, like, whenever we're there, like, there's some really nice bars that, like, are in north philly and it's like oh it's slowly becoming more and more gentrified so that could yeah. easily i mean there's definitely multiple aspects to why the uh, percentage going down but community peace policing is 10 just tends to do better because if you know your community and your citizens it's it's I, a lot easier i do agree with that and that's why i think most cops should be they should have to reside in the jurisdiction or precinct or whatever we're calling it that they work in because I think, it, like you said, for most of the things that you just said for uh, community policing, I think it adds a lot of benefits if you're working in your community. You got kids in that community. You know some of the other kids, some of the other parents in this community. Like, I just think overall that might produce something better. So that would be part of my police reform. Because I know some people who I went to school with who are now like cops. And they live in the burg, and they lurk like an hour north or an hour south. And I'm like, bro, y'all don't even know that community. Y'all still come home to the burg at night. Yeah. 
Yeah, just just knowing the community. I mean, it, there's it's it's just benefits. Like it's it's way better if you know what you're dealing with, who you're dealing with, the people that you're dealing with on a regular basis. Absolutely. So it's more of like a small town, hometown cop vibe, where it's like, I know your dad. What are you doing? Go home. Quit yeah. being in, dumb. In theory. Gotcha. No. Obviously, in some bigger cities, yeah. it's going to be a little yeah. harder. But I saw in Camden, actually, they were saying that all new recruits, like, when they first get hired on and are, like, actually in the field, that they – and I don't know how fucking true this is, but apparently they have to go to literally every house and business and, like, introduce themselves to everybody. Hmm. Don't knock on my door. Because <laughs> I got that thing on me soon. <laughs> soon. <laughs> Not now, but not, but not now. That's what the welcome sign says on his door. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have a beware dog sign, but my dog a little different. <laughs> it doesn't say beware dog; it just says beware of me, and that's it. That's all you need to know. Soon, soon. <laughs> yeah, just like a very small asterisk, and it just says soon. <sighs> Listen, we're talking um, about that. I completely mm-hmm. forgot I had a tattoo appointment at six. What? I, I fuck up. Yeah, I have three tattoos planned, and I completely forgot that was today. Oh, all right, my. Well, God. no, no, no. I'm not leaving. I rescheduled. Oh, I rescheduled. Oh. I, was, oh. I was gonna be like, I was gonna be, I was gonna be like, all right. I guess we'll save your vacation for later. <laughs> no, 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 no. I rescheduled. We're good. What tattoo are you gonna get? It'll be a surprise. Tramp stamp, I guess. Yeah, tramp stamp, my uh, family crest, and a um, portrait of my dad. Nothing on the face? No, not yet. Not yet. All right, well, I guess while we have you then, uh, how was your vacation? Where'd you go? How was it? How was the flat tire that you eventually got? Um, It was good. We just went down to Tennessee to the lake. Um, my friends aunt and uncle have like a lake house. We just spent two days there. Um, I got really burnt again, but, and I put on sunscreen four times and I still got burnt, but it wasn't near as bad as the first time. So that's good. Um, but the big event was, um, my friend has a, like a Ford, I want to say it's like F-150 or something. Like it's this huge truck. And she's like, you all want to go see these wild horses, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So she's taking us up this mountain. And we go up this mountain, and we're up there, and we're, like, taking pictures of these horses, and it's, like, beautiful and all this stuff. And all these people on four-wheelers, there was, like, 20 of them, started following us up the hill. And I was like, is this private property? Like, what is happening? And she's like, no, nah, in Bell County, we don't have private property. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so they followed us up, and we eventually were just kind of felt like uncomfortable because there were so many people up there. So we're going back down, and all of a sudden, her little dash, like right in front of her steering wheel, starts blinking. And I noticed it, but I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't really see what it was saying. And then she said, oh, no. And she rolled down her window, 
And I was like, what? And she's like, I just popped my tire. And this, like, going down this mountain is like two miles. And she's flying down this mountain going probably 50, 55 miles an hour. And the faster she goes, the faster the tire is going down. It started at 41, and we got down the mountain and ended at 4. So she just completely demolished it. And we were also in an area where there was no service. So we were just like holding on for dear life, hoping that we could get to a place with service or, you know, hopefully we could get down the mountain because we know a tow truck couldn't get up that mountain. And it was, it was hectic. That's why I don't live in the mountains and that's why I don't do adventurous things because it is stressful. But, um, we eventually pulled over. Her cousin tried to change his spare tire and he didn't really know what he was doing. And I like, I kind of knew, but I wasn't well equipped enough to actually do it. And so he puts my jack under the truck, but instead of putting the jack under the axle of the pop tire, he puts it like under the middle of the truck, which is like the heaviest part mm. of the truck. So it wasn't lifting it at all. So he has me standing at the back of the truck, holding onto the tailgate because we were on like a, a short incline. And he has me holding the fucking truck in case it rolls. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, if it rolls, it's rolling over me. So because he did the jack wrong, the jack fell off. The truck hit my knee, like the, what they call it, the bumper. Hit my knee, mm -hmm. so now my knee's all bruised. And luckily, some random guy pulled over, and he knew what he was doing. And he was like, I need to get off this incline. And he had, like, four different jacks, and he wound up doing it all for us. But it was a hot mess. Like, just so many things were done wrong in that situation. Yeah, like, I even knew that you were supposed to put the jack under the axle. Yeah, I mean, you don't even want to be on a hill if necessary. I'm surprised you didn't hear it, because, like, I remember when I got a flat tire, like, you can hear it when you're driving. Well, it was on, like, the driver's, like, rear, and I was in the passenger seat. So I was on, like, the total opposite end of the car. But Allie said as soon as she popped it, she heard it. But her rim's not bent, so that's good. But turns out her tires were super bald anyway, and she should have gotten her tires changed like a year ago. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean, once you said she was like going 50 on the flat tire, I was like, there's no way that you're not fucking your car up, especially on a mountain. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. But like, it was a very high pressure situation, and I wasn't trying to like say anything to like, I didn't know how she was going to react. And we're a couple people that are not very silent together ever. Like somebody is always talking and we were all like holding our breath silent for like 10 minutes. And I was like, Oh God. You were driving on it for and 10 minutes. Eric, you uh -uh. had to fly down this mountain. It was a, like two miles up. Oh my God. You just know. Then, like, I barely <laughs> no. said anything until we got to the bottom of the mountain. We finally got service. She's like, hey, call my mom. And I was like, okay, call the mom. And then I called her and like we talked and all that stuff. And I was like, Allie, is there anything that else I should be doing right now? And she was like, pray. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> like, it was, oh, oh my God, God. so bad. Okay. And because we were coming off an embankment, she wasn't pressing the gas or anything. We were just like coming right off of all that speed. And we had to stop at like a, fork in the road 
And that's when we're like, oh shit. And she couldn't even press the gas and get us up. So that's why we were stopped on a hill. Like a little embankment. It wasn't like crazy. But it was just like everything that could probably go wrong went wrong. Once you said it was on 4%, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck a tire would look like on 4%. Oh, it was dude. a pancake. It was, it was real bad. I don't know how she didn't damage it. I don't know how her rim isn't just completely screwed. I really don't. But when we did pull over oh. and her cousin was like laying on the ground trying to get the rear tire, me and Hannah were like looking around. We were like, interesting. Why is there like a spoon on the ground? Like that's so random. And then we look around and we see like a needle with like a little orange tip on it. I got it. <laughs> And then I just looked farther and there's like five more. And I was like, Allie, are those like heroin needles? And she's like, oh yeah, we're in straight. That's where all the druggies and prostitutes live. And I was like, got it. Okay. We could not have stopped in the worst part of town. Your adventure sounds terrible. I mean, it's funny now, but at the time we were stressed for sure. I didn't even know wild horses were a thing like that anymore. I feel like most horses are tame. Hell no. There's still some like there's still beaches in like North Carolina, and that's like their main draw is all the wild horses they got. Yeah. So it's it's. Oh, go ahead. It's more like a money source. It's not even like we just have natural horses. Like we have them, but we kind of keep them that way for the draw of it. Yeah, sort of agree. Yeah, this one it's just like. Some old rich man owns this mountain and just has the whole thing open to the public. And because you have to go so far up and it takes so long, he doesn't like charge admission or anything. You can just go drive around, look at the horses and leave. I don't, my question was how the fuck did he get all those horses and cows up there? I mean, if you're rich, you probably just buy some, let them do their thing and hope they survive. Yeah. Like is somebody <laughs> feeding them every day. Probably. They probably, you definitely, if you own that, you probably have like something where you, like the horses know. It's like how cats, if someone feeds a cat, then a bunch of stray cats start coming and they all know where the food source is. Probably the same, same thing. Probably very similar. So, how was the lake? I saw you guys were on a boat. I'm not going to say that you stole our squad trip idea, but you kind of stole our squad trip um, idea. I was invited, so I didn't steal anything. I did ride the coattails of that idea. Via someone else, a hundred percent. Um, no, her and uncle have a lake house on Lake Norris, and they have a pontoon boat and a tube and all kinds of stuff. And um, we stayed in their guest bedroom in their basement and just kind of hung out. And I mean, I was putting on SPF 50 like four to five times a day and got cooked. I just don't, whatever. Yeah, you and the sun don't do well. But it's all good now. It went in. I'm not peeling or anything. But. Okay. So from your lake house experience, what do you think we are going to need to maximize our lake house squad trip? I think a lake house trip, as long as you can get in the water and it is safe to get in the water, that's all you really need. Like, you honestly don't need a boat. Like, a boat is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But as long as... As you can get in the water and cool off, that's what makes a lake trip. Because I've been to the lake and you cannot get in the water. Like the lakes in Kentucky, 
They're disgusting. But this one was really nice. So we could do the exact same thing, really, kind of, with a pool, right? Just have a pool where you can get in the water. Because I mean, yeah. we're not going to have a boat. So <laughs> if there's no boat, you can really just do this with a pool. Um, if Eric Let's is see. dead set on getting a boat, dead set on it, I would get a floaty that resembles a boat. That's as close as we're going to get. <laughs> awesome. I'll take a pool over a lake just because you know yes. that pool is going to be clean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll absolutely So we could really just get a house with a pool. Oh, yeah, 100%. And be living. A, a part of me really wants to go and like get like a crazy like beach house right on the beach. Bro, my boys, some of my boys just did that and they got it for so low. I'm telling you, this is actually the time to do it. You're just in Arkansas. Like, it probably would have. By the time you get out of Arkansas, prices are gonna inflate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been how we would have been in Nags Head the first time had people gotten their money together properly. Thanks. I do think about that. Like we really could have been on that cold ass, gloomy ass beach for the whole couple days we were there. I guess we'll have to look into that. And yeah, see we've been saying we're gonna is. look into that since March. <laughs> Well, I think now we have a better idea of what we're going to do. I've been ready. If we I, don't... I've been ready. Bro, you've been doing everything. You've been having parties in the backyard. You're going deep sea fishing. Deep I'm ready. Sea? I'm making money. Eat. There's too much money coming in right now. I'm, I am ready. He's got five cars. He's about to get two guns. I'm, I kid you not. I am literally getting the paperwork off the Virginia site right now. And fucking printing it from my phone so I can fill, fill out the concealed carry permit shit. Oh, dear God. Because <laughs> you know the cops gotta like approve you for that shit. Mm. So that's currently what I'm doing. Not with that hot boy car you have. No, they, they, they gonna get me straight. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. What else has been going on this week? I was just thinking about this the other day. Just fashion trends that you really look back on and you just think how stupid they are. For example, skinny jeans, sagging pants, people who had snapbacks and then matched the whole fit to a snapback. <laughs> just to name a few things that I was thinking about. Um, what else? I kind of think cardigans, but cardigans are iffy because some people can pull off a cardigan, but I don't think cardigans need to be worn. I feel like cardigans basis. are more geared towards certain career paths. I like cardigans. Like, you're never going to yeah. not see a teacher in a cardigan. Bro, it's because women can wear like a blouse t shirt and put a cardigan on, and that's like business professional. But, like, as a guy, you got to come in and, like, a button-down yeah. tie to be very special. It's bullshit. Yeah, y'all are very limited when it comes to your clothing options, for sure. I'm about to identify as a woman and start wearing fucking t-shirts, dude. <laughs> okay. Do what you got to do. <laughs> I just won't stand for this. Maybe I'm going to make a brand that's business professional casual wear so we can finally be comfortable in a Like a gender-neutral business casual? Or just men? No, just it. for okay. men. Just for men. Women already have it easy. We can't even wear shorts. 
Girls get to wear like dresses and stuff. We gotta wear shorts. We can't wear shorts. I need shorts. But some girls actually hate wearing dresses, aka me. So then you're stuck in like these weird slack pants that don't fit. It's just terrible. It's really just mm. gotta join the shorts with <laughs> business shorts. Mm-mm. Business I hate shorts, hell. No, I hate <laughs> Bermuda shorts. Oh god, those were really bad. What? What is a like? You know how your short? old shorts go to your knees? The girl version. Mm-hmm. And normally they come in a pastel plaid stupid. color. Yo, plaid shorts in general need to go. They <laughs> never, they never need to be that here. Was a terrible time. <laughs> like everybody looks like they're about to go golf on the course or something. God, we need to get. Whenever some I see, we could take a little squad golfing trip on this vacation. We could really go. Can we get matching golf. outfits though. Mm, that's hard to do. <laughs> now nah, we can do it. Paige, go buy that. T- go buy that button oh, down. Yeah. I mean, as both on the green one with the white stripes. <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh god! You gotta send me a picture, and I'll see if they still have it. Because I swear I'll buy it. Um. Oh, god. Back to skinny jeans. I used to be very passionate about skinny jeans. Um. Now that I look back, sometimes I'll see a picture, and I'm like, holy shit. Those are the most unflattering piece of clothing. Unless you just have like no hips, no ass, like just, it's just so unflattering. Oh my. Yeah. What's another one? I feel like the whole emo phase with like those like studded belts, um, just anything like no, that. That's a general. lifestyle though. You're emo, you're going the whole nine yards. That- that's like a lifestyle. Mm, but or some of the clothes they wear. Like, um, if you yeah. ever see the super emo skater kid at school and he has those gigantic black <laughs> cargo pants with all the pockets mm. and string hanging and all that. I know we've talked about this before, but I still hate skater hair. Like, your Justin Bieber hair, if you're still wearing so that, that's or even if you did, it looks bad. Whiplash hair? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a girl one. Honestly, um, hmm. I think it's called bodycon dresses. Just like super tight spandex dresses. Like, that only looks good on a certain body type. For most people, it's super unflattering. I'm glad those are no longer a thing. So it's a not everybody mm-hmm. can wear this kind of Like, outfit. you know, do what you gotta do. But it doesn't look great on everyone. Just like skin jeans. You weren't too great, but it just don't look great. What do you guys think about anything now that you think you're going to look back on and be like, that was probably stupid? Probably the fact that me. every single shirt in a store is a crop top. I like mm. crop tops. Um, spandex. Ten years from now, girls are going to look back and they're going to be like, I don't know why I was wearing spandex under my sundress. That's it. Spandex under the sun. Wait. We got to get rid of spandex. Wait, so you don't want people to wear spandex under their dresses? I just think that it's very middle schoolish. It's weird to me. When I, it's, it's just so weird to me. Do you know why we wear spandex under dresses, though? They're wearing spandex under the dresses for whatever reason. <laughs> But, but, I feel like with adulthood, 
girls learn to cross their legs anyway, so the addition of spandex is not needed. Okay. Would it would it help if I enlighten you on the reasons why? I, I would love to hear these. Okay, words. there's a couple. So first, spandex keeps you in, makes your form a little tighter. Second, spandex hides underwear lines. Because some not everybody fucks with like thongs, right? So some people they just want like a smooth, no panty line thing going on. Um, most girls wear spandex under their dresses because when it is hot outside and you are sweaty and your thighs rub together, it is fucking painful. Boo. <laughs> I think that's the top three reasons. Yeah. You just got to get so gold bomb. Put it on the yeah, oh my gosh. Go. That shit hurts so bad. Mm-mm. What do you guys think about fox and cat ears? I think that's one people are going to look back what the on. Fuck is that? Stupid. You've never seen, dude. There was like a couple girls who I would see like throughout my time at UD who would literally be wearing like fox ears or cat ears uh, on like, like a regular a- basis. Yeah, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, like a headband, but it has. Oh, like I don't think ears. that's a girl trend. I think that's just a them trend because I don't know anybody that does that. Yeah, that. That or just the furries, people who are like identified as a furry, that'll be an interesting one to see how people explain that to their kids. Are they identifying as like an animal or something? Yeah, it's like a they make like costumes of whatever animal they identify as, and it's like kind of a sexual thing as well. Oh. Yeah, I've learned a lot about these things over time. People are very interesting. Yeah, hey, people are different. When you hang out at Homegrown, you'll be hearing about these kind of things, you know? Wow. Yeah. That'll be an interesting trend to look back on. Brand new electrist opt-in. All right, so I was thinking about this the other day. Um, You know, I was going through little cabinets, saw there were some Noah wafers in there, had a couple, and thought, damn, this brings me back to my old, you know, after-school days, getting a little snack in. I thought, damn, this might be one of the most underrated after-school snacks of all time, and Ezra just hated on it so much. Trash. But would it? What are better, like underrated? Better underrated snacks than vanilla wafers? Chicken biscuits. Twenty times more underrated. A thousand times better. Well, you got a whole chicken biscuit for an after-school snack. Oh, the chicken biscuit crackers. Did he leave? Mm. Mm. I'm not sure, but I know yeah, what he's talking about. Yeah, they have like a little about. cartoon chicken on the front. It's in like a white box. Yeah, chicken biscuits. Oh, what about Chex Mix? I don't even know if that's underrated, though. Chex Mix. Like, mm, maybe underrated, maybe uh, not. I don't, I don't know if I ever was like a Chex Mix kind of girl. I'm a little too OCD for all of those things we mix into one bag. So you can't yeah, do anything mixed like, like that? or something. I feel the same way about Skittles. Oh. But they're yeah, the no, same type of thing. I don't know. What M&Ms are all M&Ms? chocolate. The color's just different. Oh, so you can't do different flavors. No, like, it's together. fine. Like, I'll deal with it, but I would prefer them be separate. Like, if I could... Buy a bag of See? red and purple Skittles 
life would be amazing. But I have to like pick through them and separate them, and it's like this huge thing. I feel like you could buy them. Are, are they still separate? In bulk. I feel like you that could in joke. bulk, probably. Actually, I feel like you have to be able to. But were you talking about those chicken biscuit crackers? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Way, way better than vanilla wafers. Also, um, while we're just thinking of other snacks that were better than vanilla, vanilla wafers and underrated, I'd go pudding cup. Pudding cups were underrated <laughs> and better than vanilla wafers. I'd go apple, like little applesauce cups. Applesauce cups were way better and way more underrated than vanilla wafers. Moral of the story, vanilla wafers aren't even really good unless it's in banana pudding. And they're also not underrated because everybody was on vanilla wafers. I don't think pudding cups are applesauce because that's a that was a staple of my childhood. Yeah, but nobody really like liked applesauce like that. Like you could trade somebody half of your oatmeal pie for a applesauce. Mm. Oh, oatmeal Oof. pies back in the day. Honestly, see, and you would have traded that applesauce quick because you didn't appreciate an applesauce. <laughs> Bro, applesauce with a little bit of cinnamon in it, game changer. I used to like that strawberry sauce. Oh, damn. How do you feel about Chex Mix? Um, I don't really like Chex Mix. I just like the one part, the bagel bites. Or the bagel chips or whatever. Well, why of all things is Bagel chips are so good, and I'm so upset that, like, it's hard to come buy them as a whole now. I paid $10 for a regular family-sized chip bag of bagel bites. Hmm. Paige, just so you know, you can buy a half pound of red strawberry wow. Skittles. Candy by color, dot Damn, currently sold out. The best flavor. Yeah, Paige doesn't like anything. It's that's not that I don't like it. I just don't prefer it. That is, that is actually weird. It, well, we were first talking about Chex Mix, and I don't really like Chex Mix because it's a lot going on. And I really would only eat the little wheat Chex. Everything else can go. Yeah. What about trail really mix? Do you hate trail mix too? Ugh, missing out, dude. That was my go-to at camp. I would get the peanut butter one, and then Ice would give me some chocolate chips. I'd mix it in there. I'm telling you, my after-school snack was crushed up ramen noodles. Put them in a bag. Put the chicken powder on it. That's what I would eat after school. That or pizza rolls. Pizza rolls are. Great. I hate pizza rolls. Yep. Really? Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking like Tostitos? I like pizza rolls. I don't like bagel bites, like the little pit, the pizza circles. Okay, yeah, I like yeah pizza no, pizza rolls. rolls. I hate bagel bites. Bagel bites just never came out the way you wanted them to come. They never have enough stuff on them. If I ever get them, I add stuff to it. Wow. What about hot pockets? Do you guys like hot pockets? Um. I love a good hot pocket, but you got to be on that ham and cheese. Ham yes, sir. And cheese. Hot pockets got me through that. college. I was eating a lot of Bro, fish sticks. I do sticks not in know college. why that's what you were doing. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody who ate fish sticks outside Bro. of you. Dude, you can buy them in bulk and they were such They're a good so deal. Nasty. Oh, man. Shout out to. I don't know who made them, but the guy, the, the whatever brand they were, they slapped. Oh, that could not be. I gotta look at this. I'm thinking, 
Let me tell you, Gordon's good old Gordon. His fish is that the green box? Slapped. Nah, it's uh, yellow. oh, I know that. I know what you're talking about because they make their little fish fillets too. Mm, shout out to them, they do it good, dude. 67% bigger. Facts, facts. Can't hate on it. Then they're non competition because <laughs> nobody is out here looking for fish. Oh, by the way, that's another item someone a is. week or two ago that I will never order at a restaurant. I will never order fish sticks. Yeah, won't have fish sticks. I don't know what restaurants are still restaurants are still searching in chicken tenders. Unless it's fast food, chicken tenders should not be an option unless it's on the kid menu. And you shouldn't be allowed to order off the kid menu if you're over 12. Well, what if you can't eat a full portion? Hmm. Then don't come eat here. I don't want to. (laughs) Until your palate is adulthood (laughs) and you can put down the meal like an adult, go to Chuck E. Cheese's, damn it. Wait. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, did you all hear about the um, conspiracy theory about what they do with their pizza? Yeah, I saw Shane Dawson's That's video. I think it, it adds up. Disgusting, first off. And I think what are y'all accusing them of doing to their pizza? Yeah, Paige, right. explain so the conspiracy. The gist really is now. that um, at Chuck E. Cheese, um, when they have pieces of pizza that haven't been touched or eaten or whatever, they'll take that piece of pizza back and like reassemble a whole pizza and then reserve it. That's pretty nasty. Yeah. And it's it's not even like it's just one of those things you see on Twitter. Like if you see these pizzas, the slices <laughs> make no sense and don't line up at all. Mm. Yeah. I, I do not love it. I watched a YouTuber um, like test it out and he did, I think it was like DoorDash. For a Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and literally none of the pieces made a circle. Yeah, Who's I was about to say Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Just to prove it, like wrong or right. But yeah, but the fact that that's even an option oh. means that somebody else in life has been like, "I want Chuck E. Cheese. Let me DoorDash it," and that person deserves death. I saw a uh, an article that apparently places like that are selling food just under a different like business name and it's kind of scammy but i kind of respect it what do you mean so if you haven't heard of some business and it just pops up out of nowhere it might That's be your crazy. chucky cheese oh i know places that do that it's like a big uh it's like a bigger thing in the cities now for uh places like that who aren't moving food like faster at the race they want to oh shit i know the name of it they're called something kitchens. It's a whole like concept now. Like pop up kitchens? Kind of like a pop up kitchen, but it's not necessarily a pop up kitchen. And they just like, fuck. Man, I can't remember the name. But regardless, if let's say for instance, we'll use Chuck E. Cheese. They're not moving enough pizza or not posting enough parties or whatever. You'll go onto this little whatever kitchen and you'll say, oh, they got pizza. I want this pizza. I want pepperoni, sausage. I'm going to try it out. And they really just are going to deliver you a Chuck E. Cheese's pizza because Chuck E. Cheese's uses this kitchen to send out more of their product. And a lot of restaurants do that in big cities. Yeah. Mm. So you think you're being trendy and getting on a new wave. But why do you think this <laughs> ki- this kitchen serves pizza, Chinese food, sushi, and seafood? Like, it's, come on now. Stop it. <laughs> You've got yourself an order in the book. It's like an Amazon. Literally, just whatever you need, yeah. they got it. Shit, now I, let me find a name because that's gonna irritate me. 
All right, while you look that up, I was having an argument with Anna about this the other night. And we were talking about, like, getting this whole apartment and, like, bedding and all this. She was like, you have to stop <laughs> sleeping with just blankets and sleep with a sheet. And I thought that was so preposterous. The blanket is so comfortable. Why would I put a sheet and then use that sheet and put a blanket over top of that when I could just have the pure skin-to-skin contact with the blanket? Plot twist. I put the blanket under the comforter. Okay. You so Wait, I understand what? your point. You like the fuzziness of the blanket directly on you instead of like having a comforter or a sheet between you. Yeah. Just pure comfort. So what I do is I don't have a flat sheet. So I have the fitted sheet, a fuzzy blanket, and then the comforter. So that way you're right directly on the blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We don't. I don't need to have a sheet to pull over top of my me to then sleep with a blanket over top of the sheet. Yeah, flat sheets I want are that cold. contact. They provide literally no warmth. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm, yeah, I, I'm in the I right the thing. I, I've never once used a flat sheet. Only time you use it is at like a hotel. Because it's already on there, and it's like they the way they fucking make <laughs> these beds, you can't move it. The bottom is stapled to the bed. You cannot pull it off or move it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, no, I don't need a sheet. I'm going <laughs> to sleep on a blanket like an adult, because that's how adults Stick sleep. your guns. Um, another hot take. Yeah. Guys, are you still looking that up? Okay. I was thinking about this the other day. Trump's tweets don't slap like they used to. Like, they just, they they don't get the buzz that they used to. It's like, they're just like, oh, Trump tweeted again. It's not like when he first was tweeting out crazy stuff, and it was like, oh my god, we're going to be on the midst of World War III, or oh my god, he just ruined this company. Like, he just doesn't have it anymore, dude. He doesn't have the clout, and his his credibility and his tweets are lost. Mm, I believe that. I deleted Twitter. Yeah, so I haven't seen one in a while. Did you really? There was just what like I just have too many social media apps on my phone, so I just like went through and kind of cleaned up a bunch of stuff. And Twitter was the one that didn't survive. It's the one I'm probably on the least anyway. So, um, Facebook, so Instagram, now? and Snapchat. Snapchat will be the next one to go because I literally never use it. I mean, like, I, it's stupid because they had the monopoly and then Instagram put on stories and people were hating saying they were copying. And now it's just like, yeah, we have stories on Instagram. And now that well, Instagram has the close friend feature, there's really no. Hmm. Except for Ez. Ez will die Snapchatting. He, he's a ride or die. He I should probably have a sponsor. should be sponsored by Snapchat. I'll wake up in the middle of my sleep to answer to a snap when I hear the notification. <laughs> I don't know why they brainwashed me, but I snap way better than I text. I'm a terrible texter. I don't even check my text, honestly. I feel like it, it would be really cool if he had his own, like, Snapchat TV show. Like, you know how some, like, influencers have their own TV show? I thought that was like Mm-hmm. And they're like, what, 10 yeah. minutes maybe? Something like that? Yeah, I need them. That's just make, make your own TV You know what? Show. I probably need it. 
It would be entertaining. I also cannot find the name yeah, dude, just... of that company. It's gonna, it's gonna annoy me, but it is what it is. But... Yeah, it's literally just like yeah. an Amazon food company where they're just they get things from other places and ship it out, or they just process the, like a middleman. Um. All right. Let's see what else. I also thought about this today as credit to you for this. Um, you're so ahead of the game. That you you saw you Nostradamus that graduations in spring of 2020 were going to be canceled, so you big brain you decided you know what I'm going to push off my graduation until maybe the fall because I want to walk and flex on everybody. No problem. So credit to I, you. I appreciate for that. you noticing this. The only other thing I was thinking about this week was so um, Goodell put out you know he put out a video saying that. Black players are important. 70% of the NFL is black, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But the real story behind that is that he basically got his hand forced. And people are focusing on the fact that Mahomes was in the video, which, I, I mean, yeah, that's your MVP, blah, blah, big deal. However, it really came from the guy uh, who worked on their social media team, Brendan Mentor, who came up with that video the NFL players put out in the first place where they were saying, you know, we are George oh, Floyd, yeah. Brandon Taylor, all this. Yeah, so he he went out of his way, dark knighted it, made that video, put it out. And then that's what made Goodell. He was like, oh, fuck, now I have to respond. I have to make a video about it. So shout out to that random social media guy who forced bitch-ass Roger Goodell's hand. And then he was like, oh, I thought I, I think I might get fired for it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, nah, dude, you're, you're fucking set. Because it, it would look so bad publicly if oh, they fucking truly, fired you for that shit. It absolutely would. Yeah, I just thought that was fucking hilarious that he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do this behind your back. And then Roger Goodell's going to have to actually do something for once. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think they're people are talking about how they also want cat like the NFL to address cap, but I don't think they ever will, strictly because of the lawsuits that they have. Yeah. I don't think they will either. I also hate that the numbers that they're saying he settled for are so low, so I hope that is also not true. 800,000. What did they say he settled for? Line right now. For some reason, everybody is convinced oh, he settled for no fucking 000. way. There's no way, because him and Eric Reed would have spent that money. Eric got, like, no money. Eric Reed came out and said he got, like, no money. And that's what makes more people think that cap got so low. Yeah. I guess the only thing would be it would have been a, you wouldn't have been able to one hundred percent prove that there was yeah. that they were like and we'll never be able from. to one hundred percent know because he's got the non disclosure agreement, so he won't even be able to say. But then at the same time, people are like, "Oh, this is cap chance. This is cap chance." I hope to God Cap does not come play in the league this season because this is going to do everything they need. Because Kaepernick is not going to be the player that people remember him being four years ago because that was four years ago. He's like 34, 35 now. He doesn't have the game he used to. So they're going to have this as an excuse to be like, well, Cap couldn't play. So I just hope he doesn't come back because he's not going to look like he would have. Yeah, I also think it does more for the message yeah. for him not to come back. I, I think it does way more to not play and still just be with, you know, doing your social justice stuff and being within the community yeah. and trying to make change compared to just becoming a player who's going to be Absolutely. kneeling again. I would be, see, I, I like a part of me wants to think like, oh, what if he came back to the league but worked in like a commu- more community aspect and like within the reform? But I don't know if that would do any better. I feel like it would be like, 
a photo op yeah. and like a title, but how it, much would it, it actually do? Yeah, I think he's better off. Kind of like how they hired, like, remember they hired Jay Z? I think Jay Z is like the one that technically heads it. I haven't fucking heard anything from Jay Z about doing he, uh, He's in charge of the uh, hiring of, not hiring, it's something he does some vetting or something for halftime talent or whatnot. But I mean, that's still a work in progress because there's only so much he can do. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Because I kind of ran through everything I've been thinking about this um, whole week. I'm on the lookout for some sketchers right now because all the hikes and walks I was going on with Norm, I realized, like, these shoes that I had were not comfortable, so I needed some comfortable shoes. So I went out and got two pairs, just a pair, just a pair of Nikes and a pair of Nikes and some Pumas. The Pumas are actually pretty, pretty like that. But I'm really on the verge of trying to find these sketchers because everybody I know who had them, three people, and they keep saying they're so comfortable. My issue with this is... The bigger issue here is they're bussing $74 at fucking room rack or shoe rack or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and I'm not paying $74 for, picture, for a pair of Skechers. Why don't you Because they're probably just as expensive as Skechers West. You know what? I can find out in there. What is the name? Skechers. I'm on there right now. What is it oh, no. I, what, I what's the shoe called? One. I'm just looking for a pair of Skechers that look comfortable. You just want a pair of Skechers? Okay, I'm going to look at their walking shoes right now. I'll let you know. What I did mean. a post on Facebook asking about the same thing because since I've started running, I only wear Nikes and my fucking feet hurt so bad all the time. And See. Bro, why are Skechers $70? Skechers they used to be like $10. Started to talk about how comfortable they are. They're you're only finding them for seventy now. I'm not gonna and lie. They're not at Walmart anymore. I don't want to be. I don't want to put myself out there. But when I was a kid, I used oh, to rock shacks, no. and I'd be um, killing them. To Paige's Nike complaint, yeah. all of my shoes that I'm walking or hiking in, and that I occasionally hoop in, are all Nike or Jordan, mm-hmm. and they are the most uncomfortable shoes. Oh my ever. god, hundred. So that's why I'm switching over. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys now this this shoe that I wear is expensive, but it's by far the and most comfortable Nike. shoe I've ever worn. Bro, is the I Adidas know Ultra Boost. Everybody I know who has them says they're comfortable, but I'm not paying that price for them, especially since people are were guessing how comfortable Skechers were. But now that Skechers are out of Walmart and Target and they're busting seventy dollars, I'm like, wait a second. At that rate, I can just go get some more Pumas. Like. I can go get cheap walking Nikes or running Nikes. The good thing about the Ultra Boost is I see them on sale a lot. So if I see them on a for a good sale for you guys, I'll send it in the group chat and you guys can check them out. But they're by far the most comfortable shoes. I've had like the white ones I've had for years. I probably got to get rid of them. And I have a pair of black ones. Like they're, it's the comfort. Yeah, what on they it. told me was um, Asics or the Brooks running shoes. But- Look like old people diabetic shoes. You know what I'm talking. What are old people? You said the the Asics. No, the Brooks. I don't know. They're they're just thick and chunky. They they do, and they're like these weird ass color combinations. Like I just need like black or white or gray. But Brooks running shoes. Yeah, everybody like raves about them. All my nurse friends wear them to work and stuff. But they're just so ugly, I can't even get past it. <laughs> so. You know what else I don't enjoy? Yeah. I don't 
excuse me. What's that, next week? That's so stupid. I don't enjoy, like, if I'm just looking for a pair of running shoes or a pair of walking shoes, I feel like running and walking go hand in hand because if they're comfortable to run in, they're comfortable to walk in and vice versa. If I'm just looking for a pair of those. I don't need seven different colorways yeah. and, like, the weirdest of weird. Like, I don't need silver and bright red or orange and blue. Like, why can't you just make these, like, white, gray, black, or white and gray or black and gray so I can then still wear them with other exactly. things? Exactly. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, running shoes. I need to get a new pair. So I don't know when I'm going to fucking do that if I ever do it. Brooks also run for like 140 bucks a pop. I'm like, okay. I'm looking at their website. They have a couple for sale, but I mean, they're still like 65, 75. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would I pay for shoes like that when I can get Adidas, Nikes, Pumas? For seventy sixty five dollars as well. Like at that rate, then I'm gonna just get these. The whole point of the sketches was just to be like my solely when I'm going on long walks or bullshitting. But for seventy dollars, that's outrageous. Why don't you just get hiking boots? Well, I guess you don't really yeah. hike like that. You just casually. Like Crocs has a pair of hiking boots, <laughs> and they look like hiking boots. They don't Damn. even look like Crocs. My dad has some. Let me look at these boots real quick. They they're labeled as comfortable boots for men. Yo, what are these? Uh what are these shoes? Uh what you looking at? Uh, is this the hiking oh, boots that you're looking no, at? No, no. All these Oh yeah, they actually go crazy for some reason. Some of these are weird though. I don't like these like Jesus sandals, but like that they're woven like a basket. That people you know what wear? other things I, don't I hate? Um, uh, oh shit! What are they called? They're kind of like Jesus sandals. Literally every camp counselor ever wears them. Um, no, do not shit on Birkenstocks. No, I love those. Uh, I just thought that was what Chaco. I wore. You know, Chaco. You know Chaco? I don't know. Yeah. Bro, what are Chacos? Fucking oh, okay. Anna's sister told me about them, and I couldn't so, find like, them. Weird, and the whole thing is that they're waterproof, but it's like this thick ass rubber Ooh. sole, and then they have like these cloth straps. Chacos. <laughs> they're so oh, ugly. No, get these the fuck it's out like of what here. everybody in Berea wears because it's just Hippieville, USA. But they're atrocious. Yeah, no. I can't believe people would pay fifty bucks for them. No, Yo, fuck that. I think we need to get we we need to talk about Puma in the comeback that they're making. Because Puma, Puma got some fire. Puma had right made a big now, comeback. Man. I mean, they have some. I mean, I'm not a big Puma shoe like shoe guy, but they definitely Yo, do have some good stuff. Out the there. other day, and I was like, if I was a Reebok guy, I'd be interested. I just can't make that commitment yet in life. Bro, I saw uh, when the looting was going on, there was some video of some guy taking a bunch of Fila's, and they were like, man, you're trying to get a felony for Fila's. Hey, but Fila making a little here. comeback, too. <laughs> Bro, everything's made a comeback. Truly. just like a cycle. Yeah, I'm, never, I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Pumas, but didn't they do oh. a big um, like campaign with somebody famous? I want to say it was like Rihanna or something. 
I mean, they got Meek and a couple of other athletes. Uh, or like maybe Zendaya. They might have. Something. That sounds familiar. For some reason, that's like popping up in my head. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Puma did one with Rihanna. Bro, the new slapped. Adidas shoes are even kind of like that. It is. Dude, it's a good but time. You for know, shoes. people try to get on your head if you don't got no loyalty to a certain shoe. And I don't have no loyalty. I'm going to just wear what I find to be comfortable. Hmm. Oh, until someone's paying me to wear their stuff, I don't give a fuck what you say, dude. I'll be rocking Adidas with Nike sweatpants, vice versa. I don't care. No, I don't care. You're not paying me nothing. Oh, did you guys see that someone found a buried treasure? Yeah, this guy, Forrest Fenn. So I was reading up on this the other day, actually. Um, He buried a treasure in the Rocky Mountains. He used to be like a treasure hunter. He used to be in the Air Force and like... Sounds like he was, like, finding shit. Maybe, like, grave robbing. I don't know what he was doing. He had, like, a huge art collection and, like, a bunch of artifacts. And he hid this treasure, like, 10 years ago in the mountains. Somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, which is massive. And he put out a book, and there was, like, poem in it. And there were clues to it. And it literally just got found, like, the other day. And it was, like, worth, like, $2 million. Damn. Yeah, I was kind of upset that I never heard about it. Because, like, I'm a big national treasure guy. So I'm always trying to find some fucking treasure. Oh my goodness. No, I still have not. I got two episodes. I just have not been able to find it's the will to watch. Well, I know they found it, and then it was uh, the last episode that we saw. Spoiler was when fucking stupid ass slickback oh shoots the lady, and I was like, "Damn, that's what we're yeah, doing." That episode. Yeah, that fucking kid, dude. Yeah, that kid's definitely like uh, those kids just need to get put into a locker. All right, um, you guys got anything else before we wrap this thing up? All right, let's hit uh, some music and TV recommendations. Who's trying to start it off? I'll start it off because I actually have recommendations for once. All right, TV wise, I started watching Community, great show on Netflix. If you haven't watched it. Dude, Donald Glover's great. I like the kid. I can't remember his name. Um, who definitely has like some type of Asperger-esque thing going on. Um, Ahmed. Ahmed? Abed? That kid's great, yeah. And then they just let them be. Like, it's so... It, I don't know. You could not put that on today. Oh, I'm hip. With the amount of shit Wait, that they say in this show. Asperger's? <laughs> but uh, definitely good. He definitely has like Asperger's or something like that. Yeah. But um yeah, community great. Music wise, run the jewels for dropped in its pure fire. If you haven't listened to it yet, get on Run the Jewels. Um music wise, I just say uh get on that fucking Polo G album. It's kinda like that. I'm talking to Martin and Gina right now. Like, that song is a bop. And then TV-wise, I'm deep in 60 mm. Days in with the boys. The shit just keeps getting better and better. Where they send, like, regular people what to is 60 days, jail man? to try to, like, get insights on, like, what's going on in the jail and shit like that. It's wild. Oh, it's fuck. It is. Um, that sounds good. Mine for TV is that new show on Netflix, Sweet Magnolias. Um, it's kind of like Heart of Dixie, if you've already seen that. Uh, one season, ten episodes is pretty good. 
And then for music, I'm going to recommend Phineas. Um, it's Billy Eilish's brother, and he has a ton of music out and does not get the credit he deserves because he's the mastermind behind her. He creates all her music, but his own music is great. Damn. All right. That's been another episode of Porch Talk. Thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Porch Talk No A. Subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, all that good stuff. We appreciate you. We'll be back Friday with the Shots Cast. And that's it. And we'll be back next week. Peace. Thank you. I know that you've been waiting on me. I'm out front. I know you're sick of playing these games. I'm about done. I can turn this shit up a couple of thousand. You man's